Hey guys, welcome back to the show. In today's episode, we're going to talk about smart money, we're going to talk about manipulation, and we're going to talk about knowing our place in trading and how not to get caught in the traps that other traders fall victim to. Smart money manipulating as it's a zero-sum business. Um, yes and no. It's smart money is controlling the market. Um, it's not manipulating though. Um, it's also a negative-sum business in, in a sense because uh, win or loss, the broker always gets paid. Um, but it's not necessarily zero-sum. There, there's not necessarily a loser for every winner. Um, But no, no, smart money is not smart money is not manipulating. Um, Well, most of the time, smart money is not manipulating. There there will be some manipulation from banks that happen. We've seen that in the past with the Swiss. There are rumors that we may see that again with the Swiss. Um, I think we'd be naive to assume that smart money doesn't know what other smart money is doing. So if you're an institution, let's say you're a bank, I, I think it's naive for other banks kind of not to get a, a heads up about what's going to happen before it happens. I, I mean, same thing in, in, in the stock market, right? It, you guys have heard of insider trading, right? Insider trading is illegal. Does that mean that insider trading doesn't happen? No, it, it happens all the time. Um, now, as far as when I think about manipulation... And I don't know if this is the right way to think about it. I think of manipulation as being in a negative sense, meaning that they're manipulating something to ensure that I fail. And I, and I don't know if that's the right way to look at it based on the definition, but that's how I, that, what I think about it, I always think about it in a negative sense, meaning that manipulation means that smart money is doing stuff so that retail traders can't win. Um, and that, that, is, that is not true. That is 100% false. Um, does smart money know where dumb retail traders put stuff? Yes. But I don't think that's manipulation. That's just understanding your, your understanding your market. I mean, I can I can tell you where dumb stops are going to be. I think a lot of us that are skilled with technical analysis, we can look at a chart and if I said, "Hey, where do you think a rookie trader is going to put their stop loss?" We can probably say, "Oh, right here." Um so smart money does does know that they will take advantage of that. They will do things in the market to probe and try to tease and, and, and bait traders into doing certain things. I don't see that as manipulation, though. Um, I just I just see that as the game. It's no different for me than like a, a car salesman trying to get over with you on price. If you're going to go buy a used car, you better know how to negotiate and, and check the car out. Um, but there, there will be some manipulation. There will be some times where, where banks will like devalue, purposely devalue their own currency and stuff like that. So if you want to call that manipulation, then, then yes. So I don't know. Does that, does that answer your question, uh, uh, Mohan? I don't know if that was a good answer or not, but hopefully it provides insight. Yeah, it, it's not manipulation in a fact where you need to be like, you can't be successful trading. 
you just have to kind of understand the game and be more aligned with smart money than your average retail trader. Because you got to think your average trader is just a sucker. Like your average trader is just a sucker. Like most people, most people in the market just kind of do, it's, it's like people that go to casino, right? Most people that go gambling, are they professional gamblers? Like, do they have a plan, a strategy? No, they just, they sit at a table and get free drinks and lose money. Right? Trading is the same way. Most people that are in the market are kind of, they're just recklessly gambling. Going off feel, emotions, and, and stuff like that. They're just doing stuff. Um, if the casino knows how to take it, and, and again, going back to casino reference, at craps table, one of the things they'll tell you to do, right? Craps table, they'll they'll try to sell you on these big bets. We're like, hey, you know, you know, you twelve, you know, thirty to one if it lands on snake eyes, right? Thirty to one. Think about thirty to one. Look at your chips, right? And you're like, yeah, I'll do that. And it's like it's a sucker's bet. And maybe you can look at that as manipulation. Um, I, but I, again, I don't, I don't know the textbook definition of it. I don't see this manipulation because they're they're not changing the game. They're just baiting you into doing stuff that you, if you were smarter, you probably wouldn't do. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's not a thing where it's like you can't be successful. Um, all the buy to sell and vice versa moves, the white call stuff got me paranoid. Um, why? What, what, what makes you paranoid about it? Like you're, you're being put in a situation where you can't win. Is that it? Or like. The broker is out to get you specifically. Is it one of those things, or day trading time frames or full such moves? Well, yeah, I, I think that's more of understanding and 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 um, how, how much how much experience do you have trading? Would you say? You know, a lot of experience, a little bit of like, would you newer trader, experienced trader? How would you classify yourself? I guess if you had to had to throw yourself into a category, because I, I I think it's more like this. I, I amateur. So I, here here's my philosophy on on the market, and and day trading is tougher because you've got to deal with kind of short term moves, and and short term moves are going to be influenced more by news events or. When Donald Trump was our president, um, tweets and stuff like that. So there's a lot more. The, the lower the time frame you go, the more noise there is. And when I say noise, it's like more junk. And I would say this in general. Um, most of what you see on a price chart is complete junk. I think any of our experienced traders here in the room would agree. Like most of the stuff we see on a price chart, we look at this, we look at this, right? I would say 80% of these candles are, are pointless. They're, they're junk. It, it's stuff happening it's to distract you and to bait you into doing something to feel like you're missing moves um and and even sloppier as you go down to the lower time frame the the key is and this is this is where you kind of start having a different view of things right the key is understanding exactly what you need jimmy says straight junk the key is understanding exactly what you need as a trader and what happens is when you when you have that you you get this tunnel vision and you ignore the junk and you're like okay all i care about is when i see this specific candle or all i care about is when i see this specific 
um, level broken. And you don't get baited into the junk. You just wait. Okay. If then, if then, if then. All right. Boom. Once I got that. Okay. That's what I needed. Now I look for my opportunity. And when you become a, a rules-based trader and experienced trader, that's how your, your eyes start to develop. You look at a chart and you'll scroll through them kind of like I do. And you'll be like, nothing. Nope. I don't care. Nothing. Nope. Not right. And it's, it's, it's because nothing you see on the chart is relevant to you as a trader. And then when you find something, you're like, okay, wait a minute. This pound yen, that's something. That's the ascending triangle. I can trade that. Um, so it becomes kind of a practice of understanding what you need and then your ability to ignore the junk. And again, going back to the casino reference, it's like being at the craps table. And like when I, I did a podcast on this, we did it in a live room. When I trade craps, I have a very specific set of numbers that I go for. So when the dealer is there saying, hey, 30 for one, snake eyes, 30 for one, or boxcar, right? 60 to one odds, boxcar. Like I just ignore it because I'm not interested in those bets. Like I have zero interest in those bets and that could be considered kind of the noise in the market. So I just ignore it until I get the bet that I want. So everything they tell you, hey, you should do this, you should do that. I just ignore it. It's all junk. So I, I, I think, you know, with, with um, you mentioned kind of Wyckoff stuff got me paranoid. Um, I think Wyckoff stuff should have you empowered, depending on what stuff you're talking about. But if you're talking about how to like the more accumulation distribution, all that stuff, I think it should have you empowered because if you think about it like this, right? We... we we, we talk about this with elephant candles. So our, is our job to compete against smart money in the market? This, this will be a good, a good spot to kind of end things on. Is our job to com compete against smart money in the market? Is it retail trader versus smart money? What do you guys say? What do you think? The answer is no. Our job isn't to compete against smart money. Our job is in fact the opposite. We want to be aware of smart money. We want to be aware of the levels that they may find important. We want to be aware of, if we're talking accumulation and distribution, we want to be aware of what they're potentially doing when they may be accumulating a position. We, never, we ultimately never know until it happens, right? And our job is to position ourselves to be in the same direction of them. Because guess what? Retail money isn't going to move the market. It's going to be smart money. And we want to put ourselves in a position when, for when smart money makes that move, we could be aligned with it. Maybe not at the beginning, but some point in the middle. And we don't want to be aligned too late. Because the people that are aligned too early, those are the ones that get burnt. Those are the ones that become the suckers and, and provide the liquidity for smart money to do what they ultimately wanted to do. The people that got in, get involved too late, those are also the suckers because those are the ones that provide the liquidity for smart money to get out of their position and make bank. So we want to be in the middle of that move. So again, we always talk about like we want to be, we talk about smart money and being like elephants, right? And even elephant candles as far as supply and demand. We want to be the fly that circles around the elephant, right? We want to wait for the elephant to move and we want to try and grab onto the tail and catch some of that move. Going back to, was it yesterday's conversation? Nah, it had to be last week, the Thursday live room maybe. We were talking about um, my wife and running and bears, right? Again, imagine we're a group of friends, right? You don't necessarily need to be the first one to run, but you better not be the last one to run. You run too early, bear, you may get isolated. And you know what? The bear may pick you off and be like, oh, yep, I'm going to get him. He's by himself. Easy target versus the group of five. You run too late, same thing. You isolate yourself. You're going to get eaten. 
you want to identify when it's moving and then you want to run and, and hopefully catch some of the sweet the sweet middle the sweet middle so i would be, i would be empowered by that stuff learn it those are very powerful tools in positioning yourself on the right side of the market very powerful tools and the game ultimately is let someone else be the sucker be educated enough so that you're not the sucker and let smart money feast off other people and you're like that animal you can tell i've been watching too much discovery channel right you're that animal that comes in after the kill the vulture right that comes in after the kill and just nibbles on the pieces you're not doing any of the work of the the hunting and the chasing and the killing you're just you're just coming in and taking a little, some little bites after it's already done and then getting out before the next lion cub comes to get theirs be the vulture I'm going to cancel my Disney Plus subscription. Too much Nat Geo. Too much Discovery Channel. (laughs) Stuff's cool, though. Sound good, uh, Mohan? And and I think think the more more you learn, the more more you'll start to... The more you learn and you start to shift, the more you'll go from kind of like a fear and a paranoia to more of an empowerment. And when you get to the level where you can read a chart and you can be like, hey, I'm confident in what I'm doing or what I'm seeing... Then you're on the other side, um, and then you start feeling bad for other traders. But now you're like, I, I'm, I feel very confident what I'm doing, what I'm seeing, and, and who should be interested at this level. So, take some time. Obviously, like, like when we spoke, I don't know if you heard for the Keon conversation earlier, where um, we're kind of yelling at him for not doing things the right way. I can't sugarcoat it. He, he was not learning the right way. He was strictly trading, and. Because of that, there's, there's, there's not going to be a lot of confidence in how he executes in the market. Um, if you learn the right way and, and use our community as support, you're, you're going to start having a lot of confidence and, and you're, you, you no longer see yourself as the potential victim, um, but the victor. All right, let's close down the live room. I'll be on the platform for a good part of the day today, hopefully. Um, if you have any questions, you can reach out to me there. Um, if not, you can always shoot me emails or, or whatnot. Don't tell anyone about my social media trick. I've been telling people I'm a vampire that never sleeps. So I trust that with you. All right. See you guys tomorrow. Zoom in. 290. Made it. enjoyed the episode if you want more specifically on the technical side meaning looking at charts make sure you subscribe to my youtube channel just go to youtube.com slash stokes or just put my name in the search deal it'll bring you right to it multiple videos a week just make sure you hit that subscribe button make sure you hit that notification bell that way you don't miss the next video